Travelpreneur, this is Nicole Barrett, sales and marketing expert to top hotels, resorts, and travel brands around the world. In my over 15 years in the business, I have seen a real need among travel pros like you to create a unique brand and market themselves and their businesses properly. My goal with this podcast? To help you navigate this world of travel marketing with direct, simple, and effective strategies so you can attract, engage, and convert an audience of your ideal clients and grow that wildly successful travel business that you dream of. So go ahead, get comfy, and stick around for some tips, stories, and maybe even some laughs. Here we go. Yay! I am so excited for this episode. So excited. Hey, Shannon, how are you? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. I've been trying to get you on this podcast now for a few months. And I think when you and I discussed this and I said, hey, Shannon, do you want to be on the podcast? How about we just do a podcast episode together? You were like, yes, absolutely. Yes. I was like, hell yes. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Those were your exact words was hell yes. (laughs) And let's say you're finally here. I'm really excited. But You know, why don't you go ahead and tell, tell the people who you are, Shannon D'Souza. Absolutely. So my name, like you said, is Shannon D'Souza. I'm a digital marketing strategist. And what that actually means is I work with purposeful entrepreneurs to help them on web, social and launch campaigns. And so why I say purposeful entrepreneurs is because that's what brings joy and light into my life. And those are the people I like attracting and working with um, because it needs to make sense uh, when you work so intimately with entrepreneurs. Okay, so can we just stick a pin and just talk about that intro for a second? Like there is so much love and light and purposefulness in the intro that you just said, like your messaging is on point. It is on point with who you are, exactly what you do, exactly who you're trying to attract. And of course, oppositely not attract, right? So I I love that little intro that you just did, but let's break it down for a little bit, right? So um, digital marketing strategies, let's let's break out digital marketing for a second here, because- I find that in this world, like digital marketing is probably 70% right now of, and you may have another percentage for another ratio, but I think it's probably what about 70% of all marketing now? Like what, what numbers are you hearing? I feel like saying 89. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) And we could say 99, like it just feels like it's the whole thing. It's the entire thing. Like if you are not building out your digital footprint and making people love you um, online because they're researching you, that's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And it's it's so important. So that comes down to what we're going to be talking about today, which which we'll get into in a little bit. We're going to be talking about uh, five things and we may have some bonuses that, you know, travel pros want to pay attention to as far as their website goes, because their websites basically are their store, their storefront these days. And so, so you have to make an impact there, much like you need to make an impact on social media. But before we get to that, Yes. Let's tell the people how we know each other. How do we know each other? We <laughs> met what? Was it about a year ago? At least. It feels like that, but it may have been less. It may have it, been less. Honestly, I feel like I've known you for years. <laughs> I feel like I've known you all <laughs> really my life. Know. 
I know. While you're sitting up there in Western Canada, and yes. I'm sitting, you know, down here in, in, in the Northeast USA, we've never met in person, but we did meet through a mutual friend of ours. Hey, Nikita. Um, <laughs> and just so, you know, um, to tell people like how we met, we met because I was working on some of my own digital footprint. I was working on some of my own digital marketing strategies and you were able to, and by the way, I should say when we met, it's like, I came to you with like, you know, like piles and piles of like, you know, folders yeah. and paperwork. I really didn't, <laughs> but it feels like I just downloaded everything into your brain. And you were able to like help me sort it out, unpack, well, first we unpacked it, then we organized it, and then you were able to give me some implementation strategies for several launches and things that I put out there to the digital universe, right? I feel like I need to talk to you more often. You make me feel so good about myself and the work that I do. But yes, that's exactly what we've done. Um, I think there was a bit of project management. I think there was a bit of coaching. I think there was a bit of, you know, cheerleading. I think yeah. there was, And there was there a bit of wiping my tears as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a bit of, all, there was a bit of mommying, right? Because I mean, there were times and I would call you and be like, Shannon, this is not happening. I remember one time I called you like literally in tears. Remember that Facebook message I sent you? It was a voice note and I was yes. crying. I'm like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work, Shannon. Like, I don't know what to do. And you called me immediately. Like, okay, Nicole, let's figure this out. Let's figure yes. this out. Here's what you're going to do. You're not going to do any of that. And, and that's what I love about you. Like you're so direct and honest and you can, you know, we can talk and be like, no, heck no, don't do that. That's stupid. Right. Yeah. So, um, but there was a lot of that and it really has come full circle in, in the way that we work together. So I appreciate you. I just want to, I just want to say that. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love your energy. <laughs> um, and I love how you're changing the world. So you're purposeful, right? You're, you're paving purposeful. the way. You're paving the way. That's the word. Thank you for that. But that's the reason or one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the podcast as well is because you've helped me in so many ways. As far as my digital marketing goes, I, you know, I'm thinking your expertise could work for many other people. And I wanted to introduce you to my audience to talk about what they need to be paying attention to as far as their website goes. Right. So, you know, you and I know travel is changing. We've talked about this. And for those of you who are listening, you know, travel is changing and we are in a prime position right now. We have so many opportunities to change the way that we deliver travel, the way that we market ourselves in the travel industry, and the way people book with you is changing as we speak. And we are going to have to redesign, reinvent ourselves and do marketing differently. And one of, one of the ways that we can do that is making sure that the messaging on our website is on point, right? I think that even before we get to that, Nicole... I have met with so many people and the stat is actually 63% of entrepreneurs do not have a website. Mm. So let's not jump in and assume people have a website. The first thing is understanding the importance of it. Why you have a website is to carve out your place that you own on the internet and you are in control of your messaging, of your branding, of how you can help and your pricing. That is the reason you have to build your own personal brand because people are researching you well before they even contact you. Oh my goodness. That is so true. Whether it's your website or your social media, they're looking you up first, right? 
before they contact you. And, you know, I have told people in the past and I, I still believe it. And you can let me know your thoughts and this, that to get started, right. Let's say someone is looking to get started because, you know, sometimes we get, we get caught up on Mm -hmm. the things that we need to do. We need a website, we need a logo, we need a, right. We sometimes get stuck on some of those and we don't get started. So I do tell folks that sometimes you don't necessarily need a website to get started. You can start with some sort of landing page or something like that, but you should have a website eventually. But what you're saying is 63% of people do not have a website at all. Absolutely. And so can you imagine during the pandemic, you're trying to survive and people can't find you and all we have is now the internet. Right. Um, so that's lost revenue. So let's calculate that lost revenue. So the mm-hmm. cost of a website, say it was like three to five grand, a lot of people freak out at that number and they just see it as an expense. Uh, but now let's talk about all the lost revenue that you couldn't get because nobody could find you. That could be fifty to hundred thousand dollars. That could be anything around that, right? Right. And so that's the number you need to focus on, not the cost of the investment and doing it right. Um, it's the cost of the lost revenue. Uh, One of the things a lot of people do the mistake, the biggest mistake I see, is that when they finally do decide to jump and get a website, they. Do not invest in a website that does them justice. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And you have to remember, yes, you could find somebody on the internet who's going to do it for $200, quick and dirty. But now again, let's talk about all the traffic you're funneling there. They are now judging you and comparing you to other people. So if you don't have a solid web presence that it truly, you know, um, showcases your sparkle and pop and how you're different from everybody else that's again lost revenue and you know they're going to see that immediately because of those first that first impression right um so it can't be cheap and cheerful basically is what you're saying I think there is no point of building a shack on uneven ground and then having to tear it down and do it three times Mm. do it right the first time let it sit there. And a good website can last you like five to eight years if it was done properly. If you are investing cheaply or shabbily, um, you're going to have to take that down every one to two years because the competition is stiff, especially because of the coronavirus. People are now a lot more reserved with how they're spending their money. Mm -hmm. And if they are spending that money, they want to make sure it's a proper professional investment that they're making. And they want to make sure that you're the right person for them, right? That's exactly that. So let's, let's dive right into that because that's one of the first things on our list is making sure that you're the right person for them. And you can relay that you should relay that on your website. So let's talk about personal branding. Like that's one of your one one of your big things that I know, right? So how can a travel agent showcase or you know work with or whatever with personal branding on their website? Absolutely. And so I get hired for websites because of one thing. It's called client attraction marketing. And that is the focus that I have. And I put the brand of the individual first. I don't necessarily focus on what they're selling, because people do business with people they like. And so the very, very first thing that you need, or any of my clients gets as I'm building their website, is a personal branding photo shoot. So we strategize what is the vibe, we we figure out what is the palette in accordance to that. um, Where are they comfortable, like in nature, in, you know, in a city vibe, you know, at At their desks? Yeah whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, And we get them in front of the camera. 
we right. are in this day and age where you have to start getting comfortable. Right. And it's really unfortunate. Um, why I'm on this mission is because so many people are uncomfortable in front of the camera, whether it be photo or video, um, but they're uncomfortable in person. And so I want to break that barrier. I want to want entrepreneurs to feel being on camera, being on video is exact same thing as being in person. You wouldn't go to a meeting and like wear a black shield on your face. So why are you doing that on the internet? <laughs> or say, I, I, I can't talk. I don't know what to say. Right? Exactly. That would never happen. <laughs> that would never happen. <laughs> so that, that's the very first thing is getting in front of the camera, figuring mm-hmm. out what, what your you know angle, what your strategy is. The images are all about you. Because people are choosing you. They're not, they can choose any destination. They can choose any property. It doesn't matter. Right. That's true. Okay. So when it comes to personal branding, definitely the photo shoot helps. How can they go about uh, showcasing their personalities, for example, or other ways that they can stand out uh, as a personal brand? Absolutely. So the biggest power that we have or the strongest superpower is the power of storytelling. And so talking about what brought you into this industry and now with coronavirus, why are you still here? Why do you still believe in travel? Yeah. Right? Because people have the option to, you know, retrain, to do something else, go get another job. Um, so that yeah. is so and in powerful. light of all the changes, why do they need you specifically? Exactly. And I just hired a travel agent um oh, for my look at you. Yeah, because especially because of you and Nikita, because I was like, wait, why am I trying to do this myself? (laughs) (laughs) Can I just tell you, I have had so many other people reach out to me, including my podcast editor, Hey Carrie. Um, And she said, just listening to you and and editing your podcast made me realize I shouldn't be doing this on my own. I really should be reaching out to a travel agent. And it's not just her. It's other people in my DMs who are saying, oh my gosh, I I never even thought of that, right? Absolutely. We're just yeah. in this day and age where we're, it's a DIY world. I'll tell you, I'm only staying local this year in BC. And I was looking to do um, a vacation a month for Mar- uh, May, June, July, August. I couldn't find dates for the properties that I wanted. Like it was completely locked off for July and August. Right. And I had spent six hours. Oh my goodness. And when you calculate what your hourly rate is, if you were sending that invoice to a client, can you imagine? That's a waste of money and time. So it's a waste of money and time. And can I just stick a pin here? I'm sticking pins today all over the place because yes, there's yes. so, so many gems, right? Um, can you imagine for a busy person, an executive, entrepreneur, busy mom, whatever it is, you know, spending six hours trying or more trying to put their families or their you know, loved ones vacations together, it would be great if a travel agent folks, I hope you're listening, are able to convey this messaging in their website to say, hey, six hours, 10 hours, however you want to word it, the time that you're spending researching it yourself, here's what you could have done instead, or here's how I can help instead, right? Let's calculate that. And that's called building credibility. And so when I work on people's websites, we have stats that we always put at the top. Um, And Mm -hmm. so for me, it would be like, you know, how many websites built or how many, um, how many clients coached or how many 
uh, businesses launched, right? right? Time saved. Those are all my stats of why people are hiring me because they can't do it themselves. Right. So travel agents need to use the power of what they're doing and, and the, the value they're providing and put those in numbers, make it right. bold and clear on your website. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. So here we are, we're leading with value and we're leading with benefits. I want to recap a little bit because we've touched on a few of the five points that we were planning on making, but I want to elaborate on them. So we touched on personal branding, super important. We touched on how your story applies to um, you, your personal branding, your website, and why people are going to reach out to you. Let's spend a little bit more time on credibility, right? Because mm. credibility can also include uh, the benefits, right, which you just touched on. Here are some of the benefits of working with me. Here is the value without even talking about cost or, you know, time spent or any of that. We can portray why people need us by showcasing the benefits and the value, correct? You are 100% correct. And the reason why you're spelling this out is so that you are not competing on price. Right. We are trying to elevate you so that's not even a conversation because the kinds of people you're going to attract are the people who understand the cost of hiring a professional. That's all that really matters right now. So that's why you need to spell this out for them. This isn't about, you know, just beaches and properties. This is about how long have you been doing this, right? right? What is your specialty? How much time can you save a client? Um, what's your turnaround, right? Can you also be doing, um, you know, it's not only just booking the resort, what kind of itinerary can you build out for me, right? Like, I don't want to do that research. Mm -hmm. That's true. All right. So the benefits and the value where on their website is the best place in your opinion, to put this information or to showcase all of these? Absolutely. So I always like to design with a top header that has a very, very clear heading of like what you do and who you serve that right. has to be there. And then there has to be the call to action. So okay. typically it could be learn more. If it's softer, if you want to get a little bit harder and aggressive, it could be book now really okay. depends on your personal brand or right. somewhere in the middle of that is book a call with me. Absolutely. Right. Let's connect. Let's have Let's a virtual connect. coffee, yeah. whatever it may be that you feel aligned with. Um, right under that top header is where you're going to put that social proof, those, the metrics, the things okay. that people would care about, because why you need it up near the top is because a lot of people, if you don't get their attention immediately, they're not going to scroll. Right. Okay. So let's, let's talk about social proof for a little bit, because this is something that you and I touched on quite a bit over the past several months working together because uh, there was not a lot of social proof in my conversations or even in my branding or even on my website um, when you and I started working together. And I think that's one of the things that you really, really stressed so much so that I redesigned my website. And I know that we still have some more work to do on that, mm -hmm. but I did do a little bit of work. Thank you very much. <laughs> you um, did. <laughs> right. Did. And I included some of my social proof, including logos, like the companies that I've worked for, which includes yes. Sandals and Beaches, Fairmont, Sofitel, et cetera. Right. Yes. And that made a big difference for me. So let's talk about how a travel agent who, you know, for the most part, many of them have been in travel for a while. So they may not have worked for other companies besides themselves, yes. or they may have worked for other travel companies 
or they are, you know, people who are in the second season of their career. They may have been in the medical profession or the education profession, and they are now going into travel. How can they provide social proof on their website? So I love when I see other people talk about the, the memberships they're a part of the professional memberships, the associations, things like that, because it shows you're, you're taking your career seriously and you're investing in yourself. Okay. Um, so I think that's amazing when, to see that. I love um, if you're, you know, handling corporate, you don't have to put logos on if you've worked for them. These could be your accounts too, right? right. These could be client accounts. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. Awards. That's true awards. So mm-hmm. many people don't think about the awards that they've received over a lifetime. It didn't have to happen last year. It's fine. You still received it. I would say like anywhere in your professional career, if it's related yeah. to your work, right. um, like I received a mentor of the year award. And so to me, that's something I'm going to keep for the rest of my life because that's a, something I'm proud of. Yeah, that's a big deal. Okay. So I absolutely, absolutely love that. I want to go back because again, we have another point that we want to make, which is the ask, right? Because mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about in that header at the top of the website, we're having a link that's asking for something. It's asking people to, to take the next step because people love to be told what to do next, right? They yes. need to be told what yes. to do next. So whether that ask is book a call, book now, let's grab a virtual coffee, whatever it is. Let's talk about asking for the sale and let's talk about how your lead magnet ties into that. Yes. Um, So it is very important to ask for what you want. And so a lot of people on the internet, A, they don't think about it or B, they're uncomfortable. Um, I don't find people like shy away from it. I mean, like (laughs) I felt like that in the past, like, Oh, I want to put this out there. This is the price. Oh my gosh. Like you go internally, you're like, Oh, I don't know if I should put that out there. Do you find that a lot? I think everyone struggles with that. I don't think anyone when they're going to launch something new, doesn't have that feeling and that confidence. Even if it's a group trip, like, you know, travel agents trying to put a group trip out there and you're like, okay, well, here's what it's priced at, right? And you may feel a little bit nervous, like, I don't know if I should put that out there. And by the way, I did do um, a live and a masterclass with Stuart Cohen and we did a podcast episode where we talked about like group trip uh, strategies, right? And we mentioned some of the same things that we just mentioned, which is about leading with benefits and value and not necessarily putting costs out there. But mm-hmm. either way, we still want to ask someone to take the next step, correct? Yes. And whatever that next step may be in your sales process, um, you can have varying degrees of next steps, right? Like, so one of the things you just touched on was having a lead magnet. So, mm-hmm. you know, the top five reasons why it doesn't make sense for you to book your own trip. I would be like, oh, yeah, I'll see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You've me. already been or- sold. How much money can you save booking a travel agent? Oh, I'd want to know how much that is. (laughs) So something, and and I've seen some really amazing lead magnets, by the way, over the past few years, especially over the past year. Like people are finding a little bit more time now to work on some of the things I've been telling them for a long time to work on, which includes your lead magnet. Actually, I just got an email right before I I came on this call. I got a lead magnet from a travel agent who I've been working with for a little while. And she's like, Nicole, here it is. I finally sat down and did it. Can you take a look at it? Right. 
So I, you know, there have been some, I've seen some really good lead magnets coming out and Mm -hmm. a lot of them are niched, which is what you really should be doing is like making sure it, the lead magnet appeals to your niche, but either way you need to have a lead magnet for sure. Absolutely. If you don't have a niche, you're just trying to talk to too many people and then nobody can hear you. If you have a niche, even if you're talking to 10 people, at least all 10 of those people have heard what you had to say. So it's so important to to understand who that is um, and talk in their language because then that's how they're hearing you. Okay. In regards to call to action, if someone is not ready to book a call and at least they can get on your email list and then you can communicate them with them periodically and stay top of mind. Right. Right. Eventually that potentially could convert into, yes, book a call. And that's where you want to get. Right. Or or join my webinar or something like that. Whatever it may be. Right. Um, Because marketing isn't one of those things that you just do once or twice. It, you have to continue to keep fighting to be top of mind, to get that business. Right. For sure. And the lead magnet, like any, any uh, meaningful or important call to action should be at the top of the fold. Like you mentioned, where else on the on their websites do you think their lead magnet should go? Well, I wouldn't put the lead magnet at right at the top. Um, I would but put the header the, that you mentioned. Yes, yes, right. that definitely should go there. Um, mm-hmm. The credibility and the social proof for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I would put the lead magnet a little bit under where your services are because if somebody's come to your website, they want to know what you actually do if they're scrolled down. So that's the next thing I would put after your credibility. Um, we didn't actually talk about press. But a lot of people get press and it doesn't have to be, you know, Forbes or Business Insider. Um, It could be, you know, another blog. It could be, um, hey, Travelpreneur podcast, right? It could be a travel magazine. It could be a travel industry magazine or something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, take advantage of using these other brands um, to showcase, you know, you're invested. You know, sit down, make a list and add those to your website. Love that. Love that. Love that. Okay. So let's do a quick recap, right? Of what we've covered so far uh, and some of the things that you want to pay attention to on your websites, folks. So we talked about personal branding. We talked about credibility and how to build it. We talked about asking for the sale or asking someone to take the next step. We also talked about your lead magnet, which can be incorporated into that. And then we touched a little bit on story, right? So how did people arrive where, where you arrive now in your business? I want to spend a little bit more time on that, if you don't mind, Miss Shannon. Let's talk a little bit about uh, story because, you know, <laughs> a lot of conversations that we've been having are about authenticity, personality, um, showing up a little bit more, showing people who you are, because like you said in the beginning, People like to book with people who they know or who they feel like they know, and they want to book with other people, like an actual person, right? So I have found or I've seen that in telling stories sometimes on websites, um, I've seen a lot of people get stuck in the in the us, the we, the our. So when they're telling their story in their about me page or their about us page or whatever it is, there are a lot of our company does this and we strive to do this. But in truth and in fact, a lot of travel agents, they are solopreneurs. Like mm-hmm. it's them. It is a personal service. How can they share their story wherever it is on their website that they're sharing it? And you can tell me where they should be sharing it. How can they share their story to be a little bit more personal if that is in fact the case where it's just them in their business? 
I mean, call it out, right? Say Mm -hmm. I. Websites don't need to be formal. So let me, I don't think I've said that yet, but they can be casual because that's how you talk, right? That's how people are connected. It should feel the same experiencing you on social and web as it would be experiencing you in person. Ah, Make sure the language you are using is the same type of language that you would speak to someone on the phone with, right? Okay, right. And, and how far back are they going in terms of their story? How personal should they get? So that is a great question. And I want to use my own personal rebrand um, that I'm currently involved in um, to tell that because I had to I had to really dig deep for this one. I decided right. I just did my last website a year ago and I decided, no, I don't feel aligned with this. Um, I niche down even further. Um, my rebrand is now going from D'Souza on Demand to Marketing for Moms. Um, I decided to take on a mascot. I decided to do more Ooh. fun, energetic branding. So my mascot is named Herbert and he is a pineapple. Wow. Uh, and, and you, you and Nikita would know this, a pineapple <laughs> represents fun, energy, hospitality, friendliness. And guess and what? Are- and travel agents know that too. Exactly. Yes. And so the reason why I chose Herbert was because that is how those are the things I feel about myself. And so right. I want to manifest that. So when people come to my website, they feel that energy immediately, I stand out. And then also, I want to attract those same kind of energetic people to me. I can totally see that. Like, I'm, I'm listening to you talk. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, how did we not get here before? <laughs> I can right? totally see that. That's awesome, Shannon. Like, I want people to know they're going to have a good time with me and that marketing doesn't have to be so stuffy and stressful. If you want one of those people, there are lots of people on the internet you can f- hire for that, but that's not yes. going to be. <laughs> that's not me. Oh my, okay. So I love that you say that because that ties into not just your story, but your personal brand. Like, I'm okay with who I am. Yes. And I think um, you have to be. Yes. And to stay consistent with your story you have to be okay with who you are because if you embellish any part of who you are, you're not going to be consistent because you're going to forget what you just said last week or last month. It's not embellishment. It's even the just being comfortable with telling who you yes. are. So many people are afraid to niche down because they're like, oh, I don't want to like upset anyone and I know I can serve them and you know I could do all the things. And yes, you can. But then you have to reflect at some point to say, what kind of projects do you actually like? Who do I even like working with? And that digs into your marketing strategy. And then you visually manifest that on your website. So you're getting more people like that. And that's how you build that, you know, amazing purposeful business. That's how it happens. You have to be different. And that's how you end up doing this for a very long time and love doing it for a very long time because you're comfortable in it. And it comes with telling your true story and telling your brand story. So on my website, there's pineapples galore. And I literally wrote a whole section of why is there pineapples galore? Like what, what is this even about? (laughs) I can't wait to say it. Well, at the time of this recording, you're rebranding. By the time this uh, episode airs, I'm not entirely sure, but I hope you've rebranded by then. So people can actually see it. It will be done. It will be done. I'm at the 95% finish line. Um, And since we're talking about gifts and freebies and what can happen um, for you, there will also be a website checklist for free on my website that you are welcome to download in the new branding. (laughs) Oh, I love that, folks. So at the end, Shannon's going to tell us where you can find that. But I love that. So you're saying that on your website, 
uh, anyone can download. It's a freebie. It's a checklist that says, basically, here's what your website should be saying. Yes, everything yeah. we've talked about and more, there will yeah. be a checklist for you so that when you are finally ready um, to know, you know, to bring yourself into your branding online, you will have a document that'll help you. Love that. And I'll have the, all that information in the show notes, folks. All right. So you touched on something I want to talk a little bit about uh, before we wrap up. So in putting our story on our stories on our websites, and talking about whether it's Herbert or your own mascot. And I've seen travel agents with different mascots, by the way. I've seen mascots that are llamas, mascots that are sheep, that are frogs. And a lot of them have their own handles, right? (laughs) And, and, you know, they take them. I've seen ostrich. I've seen so many swans. and, And so, you know, a lot of them bring these little mascots, these tiny little, you know, whatever you call them, stuffed animals or whatever with them while they're traveling. And so like, you know, Herbert goes here, or Sally goes there, you know? Uh, oh, you should pick a chip. <laughs> All right, folks, you can't, for those of you who are listening, you can't see, but she ha- she actually just showed me a pineapple. <laughs> Her and mascot. So-, so that's awesome. Herbert is cool. So he actually has sunglasses on. <laughs> That is so awesome. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But listen, the whole point though, is that you can, okay, here's what I love about telling a great story on the Mm. website. And I'm sure you can agree with me telling a great story on a website, having space to show, to showcase your personality that also allows you to take some of that content and repurpose it in other places. So I always tell people when you're, when you're looking for content, whether it's for social media or for email, take a look at your website. And if you've really gone in on your website with your story, your client testimonials, your frequently asked questions, at any time you can go to your website if you have this great content there and use that content and put it in other places, correct? Absolutely. So testimonials yeah. for social are so powerful and then you add them to your highlights, mm-hmm. right? All of those services you can create stories for and then add them to highlights, right? Okay. Yeah. Love that. Perfect ways. So I just, for the very first time today, um, used my graphic with Herbert in it and I haven't introduced them. So now I'm going to go into my social and I'm going to say, Hey, did you see who's here? And I right. So you're generating some form of excitement, which is good. Love that. Absolutely. But it's stories, right? Yeah. And for those of you who are thinking of a rebrand or you're redoing your website, the, the, the time, you know, the old way of doing marketing is to surprise. I have a new website. That's the old way. The new way of doing marketing is teasing. Say, Hey guys, I have a new website coming. What do you think of these colors? Vote on these colors. What do you think? Um, you know, join the list to know, join my list to let to know when it's done or what should I call my mascot? You know, like crowdsourcing the whole thing, right? Absolutely. Even if you've already decided on a name, still ask the people. <laughs> Absolutely. And so they want to be a part of your brand, your story. They want to know the behind the scenes. They want to feel connected to you. They want to know the real, right? Right. They don't just want to be sold to you. And you know, that perfect face of makeup every day. It's so important to to show when you're not having a good day and why are you not having a good day? And are you having a good day Um, and build that community and connection? Love that. Love that. Okay. One bonus tip, and then we're going to wrap up. All right. Mm -hmm. So we mentioned testimonials, which, which is leading me to ask uh, for testimonials on a website. Now, I am not a big fan. I mean, it does have its place, but I'm not a big fan of the well-written, typed out 
testimonial that's, you know, three paragraphs long, right? Mm -hmm. It does have its place. There's a time and place for that. But as far as your websites go, do you have any tips on number one, where to place testimonials and what types of testimonials? Like I'm, I've been using a lot of video testimonials lately, as well as just like screenshots from like my DMs or my email or from, you know, a Facebook live or something like that. What are your suggestions as far as that goes? All the things, but let's not forget that we're talking about websites. So Google reviews are so powerful. So Mm -hmm. after you have your website, the next thing you do is you sign up for your Google uh, business profile, and that's going to enable people to add your reviews, their reviews there. And that's what's going to help you come up in search. So do Uh. not forget that step. That is actually um, for building my website. I took testimonials from there and I only used three. Usually we use three to six. We place them on the homepage and then we place them usually on the services page, because if you're considering it, you want to see what other people have to say. But to tell you the truth, people are going to research your Facebook reviews as well. People are probably going to go to your Instagram and see um, in the highlights what testimonials you have there. Of course, we talked about Google and your website. Um, They're just going to do a Google search on your name. So if you haven't Googled your name recently, you need to go and do that and see what's on the internet about you. You also need to um, sign up for a Google alert with your name. Ah, love that. Love that. You hear that, folks? Those were some amazing tips, Shannon. That was so fantastic. Awesome stuff. Awesome. This is too fun. I I mean, I could sit here for days with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we sh- and you know what and we probably should do it we probably should sit here for days nah, nah it's all good. <laughs> it would have to be the beach with booze i know a beach and booze <laughs> love it okay so um where can people find you i know you mentioned you have a freebie but where can they go to get it and where are you on the socials so my best content is on instagram and that's marketing the number four and moms so marketing for moms um, and then you can find my new website, which is the exact same handle, marketingformoms.com. Ooh, love that. Love the rebranding. Okay, folks, well, you heard all of that here. Maybe not first, but we <laughs> hope <laughs> that now that you've heard it, you will implement everything that we just talked about. It has been wonderful spending um, the last, I don't know, whatever it is, time with you, Shannon. Uh, We really could talk about this for a very long time, but let's do something else together. Folks, let us know. Shannon, maybe we should do like a Facebook Live or something to go over this at some point. Absolutely. Anything for you guys. You guys are my favorite people. Oh, love that. Love that. All right, folks. So with that, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And while you're there, just leave us a review or something, a rating. Go ahead and say hi. Find me over at HRWPreneur or at Nicola Barrett. Come say hi. I love to talk to people. All right, folks, that's it. Have a great day. Bye.